Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. We've got another weekend of football action across the Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two to sink our teeth into. And by the look of it, Tom, I'm really excited because I think we've got a really good docket to sink our teeth into this week. I was going to say, you're fired up today, huh? Oh, mate, I, doing my research, looking through the games, I think there's a lot of good opportunities, good prices. Yeah, it's it, you can definitely hear a pep in your step. So <laughs> I'm really excited to... To hear what you're going to be bringing to the table but yeah uh really excited to get this uh show underway so i think we should start tom uh friday night kenilworth road yeah friday night we'll dive right in um just quickly we are only doing audio so if you are listening and thinking where's the video uh, we are on audio only this week uh, video to come again next week uh give you a little break of seeing our faces i guess mm. Um, right, so yeah, Friday night, Luton against West Ham kicks off the Premier League action. And for me, um, I was looking at this and thinking West Ham at 1.75 is the route I'd go down. And I know Kenilworth Road, Friday night, under the lights, it's going to be a tough game for West Ham. But just the way they start of the season for me has been really impressive. They got that victory over Brighton, 3-1 away, which not many people expected last weekend, week before that. Um, a good win, 3-1 again against Chelsea. Um, so they've started the season fantastically well. Um, and I expect that to continue. Luton, tough old start, hasn't it, for them? L- losses to Chelsea, losses, lost to Brighton. Um, these first few games won't define Luton's season. Uh, it's a tricky start. But yeah, I think they're playing West Ham at the wrong time at the moment for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Tom. You're spot on. Um, I think probably before a ball was kicked this season, they had a look at that and thought, yeah, we can get our first Premier League home win against West Ham. And that might still be the case, but you're spot on. West Ham have been absolutely purring. And I'm leaning towards West Ham to win and both teams to score at 3.75. I'm a big Adebayo Morris uh, fan as individuals and as a pair. Um, so I think they'll be able to find the back of the net and the whole occasion will result in Luton getting a goal, but ultimately coming out on the losing side. And I thought that was a great price at 3.75. Yeah, that's good. I can see that for sure. Uh, moving into the Saturday's games, and we're going to pick our highlights from Saturday. Um, I just want to touch briefly on the 12.30, which is... I'm assuming it's televised, that's why it's at 12.30, but bloody hell, what a boring game to put on the box. Sheffield United at home to Everton. Um, Can't see this one being particularly entertaining, personally. I think under 2.5 goals is your way to play it here. It's 1.66, so you know the price reflects that is the general consensus of what everyone's thinking, but I think it should come in two pretty goal-shy teams so far this season. Yes, um, I'm actually tipping up Sheffield United. Okay. Um, yeah, priced at 2.9. Uh, I know Everton got a win over League Two Doncaster in midweek after going 1 0 down. But I think Sheffield United have been all right, to be honest with you. I think they've been better than what I thought. Um, and I think they're going to have less pressure on them. Yes, they're at home, but all the pressure's on Everton. Sheffield United, if they play like they did against Nottingham Forest and, and against Man City, I think they'll they'll win this, not comfortably, nothing's going to be comfortable, but a 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, 5-0, 6-0, 7-0, 8-0, 9-0, 10-0, 11-0, 12-0, 13-0, 14-0, 
Sheffield United, I could see, and 2.9, I think that's quite attractive. Like, forget it's Sheffield United and, and the name and the lack of signings and the squad on paper. They've actually played pretty well so far this season, I think. Anything from the three blocks for you? Yeah, Tottenham for me at uh, 1.85. Uh, they're away at Burnley. Burnley got a, a good win against Nottingham Forest in the Carabao Cup in midweek. Uh, by all accounts, uh, the better team there and, and a deserved win. Uh, but I think this kind of level of opponent is you know, a, a step too far for a team that I think a lot of people forget are newly promoted. And I, and I wonder if that's because they're in the league a long time, because they have Vincent Company, because he absolutely battered the league last year. I feel like they don't get the same treatment as Sheffield United and Luton, but well, they're still... They're still newly promoted and they're still coming up against a Tottenham team that is absolutely purring uh, under Ange. Yes, they were knocked out of the Carabao Cup on pens uh, against Fulham in midweek. But, you know, I'm looking more at the performance against Man United. Uh, the performance against Bournemouth was a little less exciting, but still uh, managed to score two goals. And they've scored two goals in every single Premier League game so far, Tottenham. James Madison absolutely purring. And uh, yeah, Burnley conceding three in both of their home games so far against Man City and Villa. So I think 1.85 for Tottenham is actually quite generous. Yeah, I can definitely see that one. Consider chucking that one out there myself. Um, the only other three o'clock thing that I really like personally is both teams to score in the Chelsea Forest game. Now, We've seen uh, Forest have both teams to score in all three of their Premier League games so far this season. They've also put in two decent away performances, away at Arsenal and away at Man U. So the tough start away from home continues for, for Forest, um, away at Stamford Bridge. But I think they can at least get on the score sheet. Uh, Chelsea have only kept one clean sheet in their last five games. Um, they've conceded even in the Cup against FC Wimbledon in midweek, made tough work of that. Uh, previously between these two sides five of the last seven games have been both teams to score including the two Premier League games last season and I just think with Awani in such good form for Forest I think the way Chelsea play will probably favour Forest you know Forest like to sit in counter-attack Chelsea will have Ben Chilwell pushing up high Malo Gusto pushing up high it's going to leave space in behind that Chelsea that Forest can exploit I think on the counter um, I think this will be an entertaining game with plenty of goals. Uh, so, yeah, both teams to score at 1.95, I thought was quite a good price. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, obviously, Tewo Awani, a uh, big part of that. Hey, Tom, uh, nine goals in his last seven appearances consecutively. Uh, obviously, going back to last season, um, he's definitely one to look out for. Any more three o'clock games that you want to look through? I am not going to waste everybody's time talking about Man City Fulham. Uh, <laughs> that one should be quite comfortable. So, no, no. Um, Brighton Newcastle, an intriguing game, Tom. I don't mm. know if you've got anything on this. Um, as I'm going to look at both teams to score, but it's bloody 1.44. I don't even, yeah, I don't even know if I can if I can uh, you know read that out. To be honest with you. That is one of the lowest both teams to score for an English game I feel like I've seen for a long time. It's incredible, isn't it? I Yeah, I mean, 
I suppose the proof's in the pudding. As soon as I saw it, I thought, oh, both teams could get on the score sheet. I'll check the mm. price. So I, I suppose, you know, I should have expected it to be odds on, but bloody hell, that is insane. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's certainly a game I don't think Newcastle can can lose. I don't really have anything from a betting angle, but just from a yeah from a footballing point of view and talking points, so, you know, for them to lose three out of the four games to the first four games of the season if they were to lose this game I think is uh would be a tough start for them for sure after their aspirations what they're going to be after what they achieved last season so I don't think they can afford to lose this one uh, yeah. but nothing from a betting really not considering that both teams to score price maybe in play if it's nil nil after like 25 minutes or something yeah 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 that's a good angle um Sunday then uh anything you like on Sunday poor I mean Probably that, Liverpool. That it quite well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably Liverpool at 1.66. But uh, yeah, Villa, obviously, uh, apart from that absolute nightmare on opening day, I think uh, will be more than capable of, of getting results at home and maybe away against top six teams. So uh, looking to avoid that one. And then uh, the big one, obviously, Sunday uh, afternoon, Arsenal, and Manchester United, I, I think Arsenal are a shout, but 1.75 is just, it's just, it's mm. too tight for me. Uh, it really yeah. is. And I don't mean to shortchange the the Premier League fans on the show this week, but the Prem is just not where it's at in terms of tips this weekend, for me anyway. No, I completely agree. There's, it's, a, it's a rough Sunday in the Premier League in terms of betting, for sure. Um I know I've started this pod saying there's lots of things that I like and, and trust me they're coming. It's it's all in the it's all in the football league. Um so I think it's probably best that we go there now, Tom, and uh, move on from the Premier League, get into the meaty good stuff in the yes. championship, League One and League Two. Meat and um, potatoes. Yes. Right, so we have got uh the championship then. Who do you like the look of in this particular league? Yeah, it's kicked off. Yeah, I mean it's a, a I mean there's there's a couple of big uh favorites in there. I'm looking at 1. 1.61, 1.44, 1.57, 1.6. Um I've I'm going to spin it the other way and I'm going to read out two outsiders that I think you it might be worth having a look at. Okay, cool. So, first of all, we've got Leicester against Hull. Leicester, 100% record. They're going to win the league and they're going to get promoted. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not convinced, to be honest with you. Like, I, I think they haven't really settled as a squad right now. I don't really see a definitive style of play. Uh, I don't see a plan moving forward. I'm sure it will come. And this is not me saying Leicester aren't going to win the league. But I think people are looking at this game against Hull and the fact that Leicester have you know, one, four out of four. And, you know, that means they're going to be a whole, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that's the way it works. Um, Hull in their last away game sprung a nice surprise, a two, one win away at Blackburn. Uh, Hull have been pretty competitive so far, in my opinion, uh, losing narrowly to Norwich, which is aging pretty well, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Uh, they beat Sheffield Wednesday comfortably uh, they beat Blackburn away and they drew at home to Bristol City. I think, you know, Hull at eighth uh, with two wins, a draw and a defeat in their last four. Worth having a look for me at 5.5 5 
for them to um, to get the win. Double chance is 2.3. And then just because I'm selfish and I'm going to add an extra one on before you get in there, Tom, um, I think it's an absolute joke that Middlesbrough are 1.6 this weekend <laughs> at home to QPR. Probably the, the worst price of the weekend, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's based on nothing other than last season, uh, where Middlesbrough have lost a ton of talent, brought in a lot of international players who maybe they're better than what they've lost, but certainly right now. And remember, we're not talking about how it's going to go for the season. We're only focusing on this weekend and how 90 minutes is going to go at home to QPR. And they're not showing anything, like anything. Uh, defeat to Millwall. Yes, they beat Huddersfield in the Cup. A 3-0 loss to Coventry. A one all draw against Huddersfield. Maybe the worst of the lot, I think, at home. Um, a 4-2 loss against West Brom last time out. Yes, they beat Bolton in the Carabao Cup in midweek. And QPR started from absolute zero, and they are, we're slowly seeing some signs. And I think Ainsworth is slowly starting to get a grip of having a competitive team. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs or anything like that, but he looks like he's, he's settled on a, on a, a front three of Smith, Armstrong, and Chair, which looks really dangerous. And they're backed up by Dazelle, Colback, Field, you know, Steve Cook's come in at centre-half. I do worry about him at the back a little bit in terms of the other personnel, but I think there's enough going forward, and they are kind of slowly improving. And they are also 5.5. Um, the double chance for them is 2.3. So a little bit different this week because I didn't want to go down, you know, Middlesbrough will win because they're short. Leicester will win because they're short. These are a couple of outsiders I got my eye on. No, I think you're absolutely right. I had Hull uh, on the double chance myself. So, yeah, I completely agree with that one. And same with same with QPR. Not in a million years should you be back in Middlesbrough at this kind of price. No chance. No. Um, I actually looked at both teams to score for this particular game, which is 1.72. Um, Middlesbrough, no clean sheets in nine consecutive games. QPR, no clean sheets in six consecutive games. Head-to-head, they've had some crackers recently, these two. The last four fixtures between the two sides, 3-2-2-2-3-2-3-1. So it's been a pretty entertaining affair over the last couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's that's another angle into that one for me, but certainly not Middlesbrough on the nose. God, Um, no. I uh, very much like the look of, as ever... Southampton to win and both teams to score. Uh, they go away to Sunderland this weekend. Southampton now 22 consecutive games since they last kept a clean sheet. So we keep on tipping it on the pod. It keeps on winning. Their games keep on being both teams to score. Every game they've played this season has been both teams to score. For Sunderland, uh, every game bar one has been both teams to score. Uh, overall, nine in the last 10, and that obviously covers pre-season as well. Um, the price for Saints to win and... Both teams to get on the score sheet is 4.33. So I thought that was pretty good considering all the stats and the fact that Sunderland are, you know, they've, they've started a very mixed bag. One win, one draw, two losses from their four games. Southampton started very well. Three wins, one draw, no defeats, plenty of goals. Um, I could easily see another 2-1 Southampton here, 3-1 Southampton. 
Is there a reason why there are three early kickoffs in the champ? This no, weekend. Yeah. No, I don't Because I was gonna I was gonna sound the early early kickoff klaxon and then I realised that there's three of them. So Yeah, there's a I think there's a couple of games in League One and League Two that are twelve thirties as well. Hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah. Anyway. No, no idea. Anyway, I like the tip. Um, Norwich, I think we've got to talk about Norwich, haven't we? Uh, a lot of people, again, not to repeat, but a lot of people had the mid-table at best this season. And they may well end, may well end up there, sorry. Um, but right now, they're in second position. And they've won three uh, and drawn one out of the four. They've scored 13 goals in the process, led by John Rowe, who's got four and four in the league, five and five. Uh, sorry, five and six now in all competitions. He didn't score midweek, which really upset me. Um, <laughs> and they're away at Rotherham, who are having a tough go of it, I think it's fair to say. They haven't won yet this season. Just a solitary point uh, and three defeats. Last time out, a 6-1 defeat in the Carabao Cup away at Stoke. Um, they did play pretty well against Leicester. I will give them that. They probably deserved a draw that day. I think that's more to do with how bad Leicester are right now and they're kind of getting, you know, they're looking a lot better than they are, I think. Uh, but credit to Rotherham. Again, they went away to Sunderland before that and, and did play well. But I think this is a different kettle of fish and I, I do expect this Norwich run of form to come to a halt and kind of throw in the odd loss and draw here, there and everywhere. But I don't think it's this weekend and that's what we're focusing on. And 1.75 for Norwich seems like good value, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I, I need to leap to the to the defence of young John Rowe here because um, he was benched in the week. Oh. So he didn't get the chance to score. No, they kept him on the bench. Didn't even bring him on, bring him on as a sub. Oh, I appreciate um, that. So he has he has scored in five consecutive games still. Um, Le- legend. So I, I was going to say um, 3.75 for him to keep up that record and score in a sixth consecutive game, I thought was a pretty good price, um, considering obviously the form he's in and the opposition that Norwich face here, which is one that they could quite feasibly expect to score one, two, maybe even three past. Um, yeah. I think that's that's a good little bet at 3.75. Yeah, there are seven Norwich players ahead of him in the betting, which... Mm. Seems in, I know he's not a striker, he's a winger, but yeah, that does seem quite odd. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Madness, size. Madness. Mm. Uh, right, for me, Leeds should very comfortably beat Sheffield Wednesday at home this weekend. Uh, 1.44 is the price for Leeds. They're, they are pretty short. They're, they're one of the shorter prices in the league, like you mentioned at the start of this, uh, at the start of this section. But yeah, I think we got a glimpse, didn't we, last weekend against Ipswich when Leeds won 4-3 about what they could be uh, and what could be in store for the rest of the championship um, for the remainder of the season in terms of leads. Uh, goals for leads from Ruta, Nonto, Piro and Sinistera. So all it's, it's a frightening attack, isn't it? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's bloody lovely, that is. You know, all four of them getting on the score sheet uh, to beat previously unbeaten Ipswich. Um it is the back in defence where Leeds are going to struggle. But yeah, going forward, that is, it's frightening. It's frightening. I think they will beat Sheffield Wednesday quite comfortably here. I think Leeds will not just win. They will get three, maybe four once again. 
Um, Sheffield Wednesday are kind of, in a way, the perfect opponent. We've seen players, I think Josh Windass in, in midweek, um, after they lost again, came out saying that, you know, they need to stop blaming the managers. The players need to take more responsibility. They've not won at all in the championship. They just got knocked out of the cup by Mansfield in midweek. I think it was who knocked them out. Um, so, yeah, it's not happy in the Sheffield Wednesday camp at all at the moment. And I think Leeds can really rub some salt in playing at Ellen Road here with that front four. Yeah, Leeds to win. Leeds on the handicap. Check it out. Joel Perot, I think, is a, is a, you know, you can't guarantee someone's going to score this week, but I'm pretty damn sure he's going to score this week at 2.1 anytime goal scorer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty to like in this Leeds game, I think, for me. Lots to like. Uh, Ipswich are also a very short team at home. Uh, short team, as in short priced, not stature. Uh, <laughs> 1.61 against Cardiff. Uh, I don't think we need to be fooled by Cardiff's last two results, which have been wins. Uh, one was at home Sheffield Wednesday, the worst team in the league by an absolute mile. And one in the Carabao Cup against a heavily rotated Birmingham side as impressive as a 3-1 away win was. And, uh, yeah, Ipswich, I don't think we have to be worried about them um, drawing with Reading in, you know, in 90 minutes in the Carabao and losing against Leeds. I think Ipswich showed enough in the games before that run to win our trust and show that they can put aside lowly championship teams like Cardiff with not much fuss. 1.61 tight, but should come in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, uh, any more of the champ for you? Because I am exhausted. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, moving tiring into work. Tiring work. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Uh, moving into League One then. Yeah, um, yeah, League One. Um, not as much I like in League One as no, didn't the love it. Championship. But there is... Probably one standout price out of all of them. I've got a few more things than just one that I want to talk about, but but one standout for me, um, which is Wigan away at Blackpool. Um, Wigan priced at 3.5, which I think could come to be a very good price uh, come five o'clock on Saturday. Because the table lies, doesn't it, if you look at it at the moment. Currently has Blackpool sat in 15th uh, on six points and Wigan in 20th on two points. However... Um, Wigan obviously had that points deduction. They've actually won three of their five games, drawn one, lost one. Blackpool only won the one. And I feel like we're a bit like a pendulum on Blackpool, aren't we? We're kind of mm. against them. Then we started riding high with them. And now I'm swinging back against them again because the way they play and how they are, I feel like they tread a very fine line between a good, solid, defensive team who grind out results um, to then being a team who, which is what they are now, really, where they haven't won in five, they haven't scored a goal in five. So it's all good getting one nils and then a few nil nils and a one nil. But if you don't get those one nils and those those nil nils start turning into one nil losses or two nil losses, you know, you, you quickly start to see the stats turn against you in a negative manner, if you get what I'm trying to say. Yep, yep, um, yep. No goals scored for six consecutive games across all competitions. I think a team who has started the season so well in Wigan, away at a team who haven't scored in six games, I think is a fantastic price at 3.5. Yeah, and you know what, Tom? I'm actually going to read out 
something quite similar. Uh, Cheltenham Town. Did you know that Cheltenham haven't scored this season? Well, no. <laughs> not a single goal. Crikey. No, not one. Uh, so they've played five in the league. They haven't scored a single goal. And they've conceded six in that time. They are bottom of League One. Um, yeah, even in the Carabao Cup, they didn't manage to score either, by the way. They lost 2-0 against Birmingham. So, yeah, it's it's a sorry state of affairs, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, they're playing against Barnsley. Now, I'm still trying to learn what I'm going to get from Barnsley. Um, I'll give you the good. They won 7-0 on opening day against Port Vale. And they went away to Wigan and won 2-0. That's great. The bad is they came up against, inverted commas, promotion uh, rivals in Oxford and Peterborough, both at Oakwell, and they lost both games 3-1. So, so I'm trying to figure out here what the hell is going on with Barnsley. But mm. I think... As long as we get a 51% version, you know, if they're 51% good and 49% bad over 90 minutes, it should be enough to beat Cheltenham, a team that hasn't scored this season. And 1.85, I think we could look back on that and, you know, realise that that's actually a decent price. Yep, absolutely. Um, next one for me... Uh... Not going to spend too long on it. It's just another one to put in the snooze fest category alongside Sheffield United and Everton. Um, it's Carlisle at home to Shrewsbury Town. I think this one will be under 2.5 goals. The price is 1.8. So considering the stats I'm about to read out, 1.8 isn't bad. Um, nine consecutive Carlisle games have been under 2.5 goals. Um, seven out of the last nine Shrewsbury games have been under 2.5 goals. So you've got two sides here. Don't concede an awful lot, but mm. don't tend to score many either, um, as those under 2.5 game stats show. So, you know, at, at 1.8, 4 to 5, that's a good price, I thought, for unders. Yep, yep, that's fair. I I quite like Exeter. Um, I don't, Tom, I, you know, this is... Mm. This is part of, you know, being a podcaster and putting your predictions out there for the world to see. We both had Burton in the top half this season. Yeah. Um, they're currently 22nd. They haven't won this season. Um, they have drawn two and lost three of their five. And they're really trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, yeah. at the Big Perenna. Dino needs to knock some heads together, doesn't he? Because this <laughs> is... This isn't good. And if they stay this way, I'm going to have some real egg on my face come the end of the season for yeah. three season predictions. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it, there's a lot of change at Burton. So maybe it's just taking some time to, to kind of gel. Um, they've shown signs. A draw against Bolton, good. A draw away at Wickham, good. But they've, they've also shown signs where I'm just not loving what I'm seeing. So they've had some tough games when you look at it. You know, they've played Derby, they've played Blackpool, but they played Shrewsbury, lost 2-1. And, you know, by all accounts, in terms of stats and XG and everything, they, they deserve to lose. And I'm worried about Shrewsbury, which means I'm definitely worried about Burton. Mm. Um, 
Exeter on the other hand, not much expected from me anyway uh, with Exeter. They find themselves second in the league. Now, listen, if this was, um, you know, if this was at home, I, although they have yielded more points away from home, they've obviously played a game more. If it was at home, I'd feel a little bit better about this. But away from home, they have won two of three and only conceded the one goal. Um, so, yeah, maybe there's something there. And Exeter this season are going to do what they do the opposite of their traditional uh, form, which is be good at home and not as good away. So, all kind of taken into consideration, 2.5 for Exeter. I think that's quite good, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely it is. Absolutely. Uh, another price which is quite good as well, and this is the last thing I've got to talk about in League One, Lincoln, away at Bristol Rovers. 2.87 mm, is yeah. a price for Lincoln. Um, I feel like this is a this is a team and a price that might slip people's radars uh, potentially yep. this weekend. Um, Bristol Rovers, you know, it's definitely not an easy place to go, but Lincoln have started the season fantastically well, brushing off an opening day defeat to Bolton. Uh, since then, they've won five of the last six games, um, doing really well in the league. They're in fourth, having won three of their five league games, conceding just five goals across those five games. Uh, and even more impressively, went away to Bramall Lane in midweek and knocked Sheffield United out of the EFL Cup on penalties after a 0-0 draw. So they're scoring goals, uh, they're keeping clean sheets, they're beating higher level teams. I think there's a lot to like about Lincoln at the moment. And this isn't this isn't me saying Bristol Rovers are bad. You know, they've started the season probably as they expect, kind of mid-table. Uh, but Lincoln are really on a run at the moment, and they're at nearly two to one. I think they're a really good price to follow up that momentum here this weekend. Yeah, I think they're they're a team that lives on a margin, aren't they? The very finest the margins, Lincoln. Um, so that's one thing to be a little bit, you know, a little bit aware of. But yeah, I completely completely agree. Um, League two. League two, yes. Um, I'm going to save the big one for you because I know you've got your eye on on one in particular. Um, Tom, when was the last time we saw Bradford priced at 4.2 in League Two action? Are you going to tip Bradford? No, I'm not tipping Bradford. But I'm just yeah, saying. Well, I was just about to say, are they going to be reintegrated into the podcast after their ban? No, 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 no. No, honestly, I, I, I'm absolutely shocked at the price of Bradford. Mm. Um, I don't think I've ever seen them at that price since we've done the pod at this level. Uh, they're mm. away at Mansfield. And my point is, I think that shows how good Mansfield have been this season. 1.9 for the Stags. Uh, they're at home. Bradford, away from home, haven't been great this season. Uh, a lot of their points have come uh, at home. Uh, no wins on the road. One draw, two defeats for the Bantams. And uh, Mansfield haven't lost in their last nine games. They've, they've started really, really well. Uh, a very eye-catching uh, Carabao Cup performance. Tom, as you said, a draw with Sheffield Wednesday after 90 minutes. A team two leagues above them went on to beat them on pens. But more impressively for me, that home win against Stockport. 3-2. Uh, uh, and by all accounts, absolutely thoroughly deserved Stockport lucky to kind of 
bring it down to a, a single goal margin. And yeah, for me, Mansfield are just the team in League Two at the moment. Davis Kilo Dunn has five and five. He's just absolutely running riot right now. And uh, yeah, at 1.9, I, I respect that Bradford can be a, a dangerous opponent when they fancy it, but will they fancy it? Mansfield certainly will. Mm, absolutely. Um, for me, early kickoff uh, alert. Tranmere at home to Wrexham. I think this one, will be, this one will be both teams to score. 1.57 is the price, so they won't spend too long on it. Uh, mainly the Wrexham factor, isn't it? Um, we speak about it most weeks on the pod. Wrexham cannot keep clean sheets, but they're more than capable of scoring goals. Uh, every game they've played so far this season, apart from one. So six out of their seven games across all competitions this season have been both teams to score uh, in the league. Obviously, scoring plenty, conceding plenty. We can see that just from looking at their stats where they've they've uh, scored 14 and conceded 14 from just five games played. Um, I think, yep, up against this Tranmere side who, whilst they haven't started particularly well with with one win and four defeats from their first five games, they have scored in every game. So they're showing that they are capable of scoring goals. It just seems to be in defence where they are a bit too leaky right now. Um, with that being said, they're capable of scoring. Wrexham love to concede. So I think this will be an entertaining both teams to score match. MK Dons next up for me. Uh, backing them at 2.3, they're away at Crew Alexander. Crew, a team I'm really worried about, to be honest with you. That Yes, they're in 14th, and they would take that right now. A uh, record of one win, three draws, and one defeat uh, in their five games. But I'm actually really worried about their performance levels. And MK Dons, top of the table right now. I think they can go up a couple more gears from what we've seen. Um, they've obviously uh, put up some... Nice results recently. Uh, the <laughs> looks kind of weird seeing them win four-one against Chelsea. Obviously, that was in the uh, the football league trophy against uh, Chelsea U12s or whatever they they put into that mm -hmm. uh, tournament. But uh, yeah, the the win against Doncaster, the three-two away at Colchester, uh, the win against Tranmere. Like it, it, it's it's good, but I think it can be a lot better, and we're going to be banking on MK Dons just to raise the level a little bit. Even so, Jonathan Lecco and Moisa, who your regular listeners have heard me bang on about before, you know, two in five and four in five respectively. Uh, those two are absolutely cooking. And yeah, for me, I think 2.3 for MK against a, a crew team I'm worried about is something I am definitely interested in. Yeah, nice. I like it. Uh, another big price, and it, I guess it depends how confident we are and how much we believe in said team. Gillingham, 2.9 away at Grimsby. I feel like they had a big wobble, didn't they, last weekend, Gillingham? Yeah, yeah, massively. losing 3-0 to Colchester. Um, they followed that up to Gillingham in midweek with a hard-fought 3-2 defeat away at Luton. So, you know, plenty of credit in that. Um, but, yeah, just it just... I just think it's how much do you believe in Gillingham? How much do you think two defeats on the spin has maybe rocked the boat a little bit? Um, I'm happy to go with them again after we've had so much early season success with them. And at 2.9, they could be a good price here against the Grimsby side who had a very mixed bag start to the season. Kind of win one, lose one, draw one, win one, lose one, draw one. Um, so yeah, it's a big price for Gillingham. It just depends how much you trust them, I guess. 
and I do this week at the price for sure. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not ready. I don't think Tom. Um, I'm not ready for that. I don't think. But yeah, you know, I'd love to give myself another week or so just see how big of a wobble that was for Gilliam because that was a bloody, that was a right wobble. Was. <laughs> that was <Yeah. laughs> that was you know that was a real real bad wobble. So uh, yeah, I I would take a rain check, but I, I get what you're saying. Uh, any more for you? No, um, we will finish up the um, we'll finish up the tips there, and we will have a look at. Wait, wait, wait! We can't. Oh. I've got a couple more yet. Oh, bloody <laughs> hell! I did not. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were finished. No, no, we're not finished yet. We are not right. finished yet. Go on. Um, then. So, firstly, I think this is this is my favourite tip of the week. And we've not spoke about it. It's, it's on the treble and we forgot, we forgot to read it out. We're oh, going to move on. Bad. Sorry. I'm, um, I'm having a shocker. <laughs> it's uh, Swindon away at Doncaster. Oh, see, remember when I said I was saving yeah. one for you? Yeah. That's why yeah. I didn't read it out because I basically deleted it off my notes. <laughs> so I forgot it was there. Yes. Wait, carry two, on. 2.5 is the price for Swindon to win away at Donny. Um, is there a better team in goal-scoring form than, than Swindon at the moment in the country? I don't know if there is. Um, they're on fire. They're on fire. They beat Crawley 6-0 last weekend. Um, prior to that, they scored five past Wrexham in a 5 all draw, which they really should have won. Uh, and then prior to that, they won the El Glossico derby against, against Forest Green Rovers. So Swindon have, Swindon have played five games across all competitions this season. They've scored two goals in every single game, um, firing on all cylinders. Doncaster, on the other hand, um, no wins from their five uh, League Two games so far. They've had just one one draw, four defeats, 12 goals conceded across five games, rock bottom of the league. So it's been a tough start for Doncaster. Um, and I think in addition to that, you'd already mentioned that Everton got past them in midweek in the in the EFL Cup, so Doncaster were leading that game for a large spell. I think up to like the kind of mid late 60th minute, something like that, 70th minute. Then Everton ultimately pegged them back and won two one. So I think Doncaster in that defeat would have expended a lot of mental physical energy uh, to beat this Everton side and to come away so disappointed to lose late on. I think that's then going to impact them already because it just compounds. They've had a crap start to the season. They're in a fantastic position in the cup threw it away, lost again. I think morale is going to be all over the place. I think Swindon are going to come and take well advantage of that. Once again, score at least two goals past them. Because if they score two goals, Doncaster aren't going to score two goals for me. Um, yeah, so Swindon, a fantastic bet for the weekend. And the last one for me, not so much a tip, but just a talking point. But the Notts County, is it bias, would you say? I don't know, but... 1.61 for Notts County to win this weekend at home to Accrington Stanley. Accrington are third in the league. You know, yeah. they've, they've played five, won three, drew one, lost one, recently relegated from League One. You know, they're, they're a smart side. And to see Accrington priced at 5.0 away at Notts County, I think I think the pricing for this one's all wrong, personally. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we're yet to see enough from um we yet see anything from Knotts to say that they should be priced up like that against a team like Accrington, who, yeah, I think 
you know, it's all expected they'll be around that mid-table mark. So, yeah, pretty disrespectful, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, no more from me. No more from me. Okay, fine. <laughs> finally then, uh, we can move on um, <laughs> to recap last week's treble. Bloody hell, one of the worst in pod history, it has to be said. Um, we had uh, Wimbledon to beat Forest Green. Uh, it was 1-1. We also had uh, Wigan to beat Barnsley. They lost 2-0. And then we had Gillingham to beat Colchester. And this was the big shock. This was uh, the 3-0 win for Colchester at Priestfield. Craziness. Uh, Treble smashed the smithereens. But new week, new opportunity. Yeah, I think that Treble was kind of reflective and representative of of the betting docket as a whole, I think. Um it's a tough old weekend out there, as we often get at the start of the season, don't we? But um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll go with renewed uh, optimism and vigor into this weekend's treble. Uh, it's a good one. I do like this one. Um, we're going to go for Leeds at home to Sheffield Wednesday. We're going to go for Norwich away at Rotherham, and we're going to go for Swindon away at Doncaster. So those three teams all to win pays six. Point three nine. So ten pounds example stake will return you sixty three pounds ninety pence. Uh, to repeat, that's Leeds, Norwich, and Swindon all to win. Really excited about that one. When we were putting it together, I didn't realise it would be that price. I, I thought it might be a bit shorter, so I'm very excited. That's that's obviously a great thing. Um, yeah. yeah, that and, we're going to get uh, some more juice on that. I know it's I know it's early days, but you know we've got. Doncaster, who are bottom of League Two. We've got Sheffield Wednesday, who are bottom of League of, champ- of the Championship, and Rotherham, who are 21st in the Championship, all winless. Yeah. Um, all playing tough opposition. So I think it's got every chance this weekend. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, so if you are going to back that, guys, please uh, gamble responsibly. Make sure you do your own research. Uh, please only stake what you can afford to lose and keep within your limits. This is just what me and Tom fancy. Uh, we're not saying that it's guaranteed. It's just what we uh, think after putting our research in. Um, we'll transition, Tom, to fancy football. Yeah. And um, have a look at this. I'm quite optimistic about this game at the moment. <laughs> right. Okay. Tell us more. I continue my assault on the top 100 places. I've, I've gone up to 120th. Ooh. Is that, that's the highest you've been... For a not, good while, that is. Not, uh, not ever, but a couple of a couple of seasons, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I cannot remember the last time I was in the top 200, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, I am 231st, so maybe my time will come. I'm not sure. You're getting there. Keep looking yeah. at it. I'm trying, mate. I'm trying. But, uh, yeah, there, let me just bring this up here. 330 people in the league. Oh, there we go. Thank you, mate. You want to read out the top 10 whilst my internet struggles to load? So from 10 to 1, we've got Andrew Jones, Kevin Taylor, Sean McCarthy, Simon Moran, Connor Bowles, Eddie Beard, Johan Ekstrom, Kyle Johnston, Andrew Robson and Ross McCorkwadale. You nailed that. I tried. You practiced. I I just thought if if I say it, confidently it might sound right yeah whether it is right is is a completely different question <laughs> yeah respect i appreciate that um yeah so you can join the league at any time 
uh, you'll need the invitational link and code. Best way to get that, you can double down, you can get the code, and you can follow us on Twitter or X or whatever it's called. Mm. So T underscore FB podcast. Uh, this season, honestly, we haven't done a ton different on social media, but we are getting a lot more followers, which is great. So thank you for the support. Yeah, no, well, you know, cream rises to the top, I guess, as they say. And your content is rising, my friend. Thanks, mate. Um, no, so yeah, do, do give us a follow. And if you have enjoyed the show, please do leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, that really helps us along as well. Um, and yeah, I think that's it, really. Send us your bet slits, whether it's our bets, your own bets. We love to see them. If you do get any winners, let us know. And we'll be back again, uh, same time, next week with another show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for your support. Good luck this weekend.